Hello, everybody. This is a very, very important session we're having with one of my favorite people in the whole world, Alex Mashinsky. But this channel is about math, money, and freedom. And a huge part of the problem that people have is to be, become free of debt. This is a video on how to do that and how to start generating perpetual income so you can live better and give back to society. And at the very end, you'll see a promo code uh, where I give back more than any other YouTuber. And stay, stay tuned for that IA60 promo code. So uh, very, very important for your future. And we'll cover that at the end as to how you get access to that. I am once again honored to have the CEO of Celsius, the Robin Hood of planet Earth, Mr. Alex Mashinsky. How are you today, sir? Great, great. Thanks for having me back. Oh, you're so welcome. So we have a an interesting agenda today, and I'm going to throw a lot of stuff at you out of the cold, but I'm extremely confident in your capabilities that you'd be able to help even more people to find the path to financial freedom. But we're going to talk about a whole bunch of stuff. We're going to talk about some updates from Celsius, your funding update, some maybe regulatory updates that concern some people. And then we're going to go into uh, unshackling ourselves from debt and how that can be possible. I have done it firsthand. I've seen people do it with Celsius but I want to share uh, some approaches that I believe in, have you chime in, and then also maybe share some anecdotal stories from our members and some big fans of yours, by the way. And then uh, finally, we'll just talk about some quick fire round questions that come in from people that I talk to every single day. So are you ready to go? Ready as always, yes. Okay, I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna I don't share. Have, I, don't, I don't have a background as cool as yours, but uh, yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll, try to, I'll try to not get distracted. All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna share a couple of slides that will help people kind of wrap their heads around exactly what we're talking about, and uh, so let me just present this and make sure everybody can see. So share screen. So this is kind of the topic. You and I should be visible. It's basically tips to get debt free. There's a lot of people that I come across in my channel. Um, and they are just shackled. They see the whole world moving forward and they're just going backwards. The combination of inflation and not being able to get out of the hole. So we're gonna talk about that and I'm gonna pick your brain for some good ideas. I've got some ideas myself. And um, the quick agenda looks a bit like this, a funding update, a regulatory update, how to become debt-free with ideas from Alex, some real cases that I come across, some cool things you really might find exciting and that are pertinent to people all over the globe. And finally, a quick fire round of questions. Ready to jump in? Ready to go. Okay, first one, funding update. I'm going to ask you to give us an update of this fantastic news and this very, very large fundraise, $400 million. Can you share with the audience exactly what that means for Celsius and for them and for the future of Celsius? Sure, yeah. So the FT uh, broke the story. Um, we raised $400 million. It's actually, the round isn't done. We're going to add to it. Uh, uh, on top of it as well, but uh, um, Westcap and uh, Cassette Depot, CDPQ, uh, uh, both uh, basically put two, $400 million in equity, right? So they're uh, big believers in uh, Celsius. This was after all the regulatory chaos and they were, they were very, it was important for them to also communicate that they're not concerned about uh, Celsius having any major regulatory issues. I think it also helps uh, the other side of the same coin is that it helps regulators see that we are not just a strong company, but also very strong backers. So they know that uh, even the 
something does go wrong, that, that the strong backers are going to support the company and uh, allow us to keep uh, doing what we're doing. So th that calms down regulators and makes them more comfortable with the viability of the company. And as always, this equity round uh, is on top of the assets we already have. So we have, I, say, I think something like a billion and a half dollars worth of sell token plus Bitcoin and Ethereum. And on top of it, now we have 400 million of cash. So, so that pile uh, is definitely the largest uh, equity that any lender has in the space today. And uh, because of that, we feel that we are the strongest player in the space. So if you're uh, trusting us with your coins, what you have to think about it is that do, the, do these companies have uh, uh, enough dry powder to pay me back if something goes wrong? And, and what happens with most other companies is that they, if they make a profit, they withdraw the profit and there's nothing left in the company. So if something goes wrong, uh, you cannot really go after them. And, and they promise you insurance, they promise you all kinds of other stuff, but insurance is only on cold storage. If you're rehypothecating assets, they're not sitting in cold storage. Yeah. Do you have a coverage ratio between the amount of dry powder you have and sell tokens and holdings to the amount that you lend, for example? Yeah, so, so our leverage ratio is 1.25 which is, uh, I mean, I don't know a single bank that has a 1.25. super low, yeah. most, most banks are 10 to 20. Uh, so we don't use leverage. The only reason it's more than one is because we also rehypothecate collateral that is given to us, right? So, uh, but in general, uh, Celsius is not in the business of taking risk. We're in the business of earning yield while taking uh, the least uh, amount of risk. Yeah. Excellent. So let's jump to the second topic we had on the agenda, and that is kind of a regulatory update. There's a lot of stuff flying around, and obviously that big fundraise that you got should give regulators, as you said, a lot of confidence. And there's a very tight relationship between Wall Street and <laughs> Capitol Hill, for example, and there always has been, there always will be. But could you shed some light on exactly where Celsius is with regulators? Any bright spots? Anything that may quell people's fears without sure so first no of course uh, look I, I, we celsius is over 25 billion in assets so uh, we would be ranking as one of the world's largest banks if we were a bank right or a financial institution so there's no surprise why regulators want to hear about what celsius does how celsius does it and so on and most of the requests we received were requests for information uh, so there was an erroneous news about New York issuing a cease and desist against Celsius. They issued a cease and desist against Nexo. They did not issue a cease and desist against Celsius. So in, in most cases, regulators just say, look, you're operating in my state. You're too big uh, for us to ignore you. Please tell me how you're doing, what you're doing, and so on. And a lot of it stem from what you were talking about before, the gap between what banks pay you, which is about 0.1%, and Celsius pays 8.8 .8 on stable coins. So they just have a hard time understanding how that is possible, right? As do many people out there, right? I'm sure many of your viewers are still scratching their head and saying, somebody must be not telling the truth, 8.8 .8 versus 0.1. So we're here to debunk the thought that 8.8 .8 is too much or it's not fair or it's not real. And, and again, we went through nine months of the diligence with uh, Westcap and, and CDPQ. Uh, they dug through everything. They scrubbed everything to make sure that 
what I'm telling you and what I'm telling regulator is is 100% accurate. And believe me, their due diligence is with a fine tooth comb and a microscope and a bunch of other stuff. So more than any retail investor could do themselves. So that's great. And in fact, I have some stuff coming up later that shows you exactly how much financial institutions charge customers. So let's jump in. So let me share my screen again, and uh, we'll go through a couple more items. So first of all, I'd like, th these are people I have, uh, again, a very big community now coming on up to 300,000 people. I'm on the receiving end of questions 24 hours a day. I have uh, another community on Patreon, 10,000 people strong right now, which has been closed for a long time. But these people are all looking for that same path to financial freedom. These are three real life cases, of course, identities will be kept private for obvious reasons. But the first one uh, is a digital marketer in the Bay Area, not far from where I am, earning 50000 a year, uh, $75,000 in student loans, $2,400 of rent, car payment, $600. They just can't see a way out. Um, the second one is a divorcee earning one hundred fifty dollars Due to the divorce, credit score was destroyed, no savings. They do have 200K in a 401K, which is good, but they need to buy a house and get a car. They basically got wiped out. And the third situation is a dentist in New York City, probably not far from where you are, um, $4,000 in rent. Uh, husband, unfortunately, is unable to work. Two kids, they're one and three years away from going to college, 200,000 student loans and zero savings. Any, from all your experience, any tips you would give to these three parties off the top of your head? I know I'm throwing a lot at you, but. Yeah, no worries. So look, the common denominator is, for a lot of these people is that uh, they're, they are used to the 60-40 portfolio. So 60% in stock, 40% in bonds, and that is dead, right? I mean, the bond portfolio, in my view, is a dead story. So anything you have in bonds, I would get rid of uh, permanently because uh, uh, that is not something that is, your assets are not working, right? And then uh, I would take some of that and put it into uh, assets like Bitcoin or Ethereum and try to earn that yield on it or put it in stable coins and try to earn that yield on it. Uh, or if you have any credit card debt, I would get rid of the credit card debt uh, first, right? So it really depends the student loans and car loans and things like that, it really depends what interest you're paying. Anything above 6%, you do need to take some of your savings and pay it off because you're not earning that on your bonds. You're not earning that on some of these. And sometimes it's not even, it doesn't even say bond. It will call, it will have some weird name. You have to dig in and see what is that asset that I own? What is it really comprised of? And, and sometimes 50-50 bonds and stocks replace that with stocks or replace that with stable coins. Something that earns yield for you or something that will appreciate in value over time will protect you against inflation. So, and the, the, the most difficult thing for most people is that they think that, okay, I make the move and immediately all my debt disappeared. No, this is a several years of progress where you consistently reducing your debt and you consistently in increasing your savings. And over time, because of the compounding effect and other effect, the value increase, you are earning, you, you're getting ahead, right? So just like it took years to get yourself in trouble, it's going to take several years to get yourself out of trouble. That's a very good perspective. It's funny you mentioned that. I have a couple of slides next. First one is kind of my 
what I believe is a three-prong approach that I've developed, which has some common elements that some people will know, very familiar with, but some people actually don't. And I'm in conversations with people who are top-notch physicians, uh, lawyers, accountants, believe it or not, professors at universities, and they still don't have some of these fundamentals. So first thing, I always like to do things in threes, if anybody knows me. Uh, the first approach is obviously to slash debt is get organized, you know, build a budget, identify your core versus discretionary spending, check your credit score, because that's going to be very important too. Maybe not if you're a Celsius customer. And then set up uh, things like auto pay on credit cards, rank interest by debt, et cetera, and save in Bitcoin when you can. The second thing is get saving, you know, pay with cash so you can see spend instead of just wiping everything on the Apple Pay or whatever, cancel any unnecessary subscriptions like HBO, cut out all discretionary spending, $6. I, you know, I, I used to spend, I can't remember pre-C19, I was spending at least $30 a day at Starbucks. But when you add that up, can you imagine putting $30 a day into Bitcoin for the last 10 years? Can you imagine, you'd be worth $5 million or something crazy like that. And then eat at home, make your own food, and then cut the luxuries. You know. Um, Get rid of extra cars, luxury cars. Get rid of toys like yachts and snowmobiles if you have them. Collectibles that sit on a shelf like a Rolex. Items that no longer you need, like an SLR camera. So anything you'd advise here with this structure for people to approach? Yeah, I totally agree with you. Totally agree with you. I think, uh, again, Americans, most Americans uh, live beyond their means, right? The reason you have debit, credit card debt is because you're living beyond your means, right? Otherwise, you wouldn't have any debt, right? You would have just paid it off. And, and for foreigners, when foreigners work at, look at Americans, they all think that we are, again, uh, rich, spoiled brats because we live beyond our means. Mm -hmm. So, so uh, again, you've got to shift from spending to saving, and like James is saying here, and, and it's not easy. This is not because, again, we've spent years kind of perfecting the spending cycle, right? Exactly when to use the credit card and how to max it out and how to move balances from one card to another and all this stuff. If you applied all of that energy to actually saving, you would probably already have a path to retirement, a path to financial independence. So it's all right here. You need to rethink, rebalance, reprioritize. And here is a very, very, very good list of things to do. Uh, they are, these are things that apply to some people. For some people, the list is going to be a little different. But as a whole, you need to make sure that you're reducing your debt and you're increasing your savings and that your savings are earning. Right? They need to earn faster than you're spending. Exactly. In fact, interesting you say that. This is another real-life case, um, I hope everybody can see it, of uh, a couple of things I just want to showcase here. Again, real-life case, a person who earns $120,000 salary, which is a substantial salary, $10,000 a month, and zero ability to save. Now, if you tell somebody in the continent of Africa that story, they'd say, I don't believe you. You're crazy. But this is true. So they have a home mortgage, 550000 That needs to be refinanced at 6.5%. That's way too high. Or maybe with Celsius. They have a student loan. Again, 75000 6.58%. Not too bad. A rate, pretty okay. Auto loan, okay, 9.79%. Not too bad. But here's the problem in red. Two, two credit cards, 19.65% and 17.99%. And you said, Alex, you said, how come you can pay 8%? Well, look what traditional financial services are charging. <laughs> See, that's, exactly. What, that's, that's exactly where the money comes from. And they're doing a 20X 
you know, of they're lending out 20 times what they actually have on their balance sheet. Then you got lending club, et cetera. But there's a couple of things to note here. And this is really for people to look at when they do get organized, lay everything out, build a spreadsheet. I know it's a pain for some to do, but look at things like your principal and look at the interest only payment and how much you're cutting things down. So I put together a column on the right-hand side, which could be quite shocking to some people. And, and that is the years to pay off this debt. Home mortgage, 30 years, that's okay. We accept that because you have an asset that's hard and it's growing in value. But 21 years to pay off a student debt, and this person is 38 years of age already. So they'll be 58 before they pay off the student debt at this rate. That's just not acceptable. 5.42 years for one of the credit cards, 11.33 years for the other credit card, et cetera, et cetera. So it's just shocking. And if you look at the, the bottom, you'll see the 26% principal. So they're paying 6,000 a month in debt servicing, but only 1,600 goes towards principal. And a big chunk of that is for the mortgage. So this is the reality of many people's situation today. Anything that jumps out at you here and what you would say, there's two different approaches, you know, kill the small stuff first or go after the high interest rate ones first. I always go for the high interest rate myself, but what would your approach be for the audience here? Well, the, the, the challenge with going after the high interest one is that most people, when they pay their credit card, then they go and spend it again. So really it has to do with, uh, do you have, it's like a, a cutting smoking cold turkey, right? Most people, have, they last for two or three days and then they have to light a cigarette, right? So, mm. so the, the most difficult thing is because credit cards already have a cap. So normally you pay a little bit and you can only charge whatever you have left on that cap. But if you pay a lot of it down, you, now you, you have that, uh, you know, like uh, uh, you have that, ability to max out the card again and sooner yeah. or later we find something that we can't resist so so really you need to change your thinking you need to basically say okay i'm gonna cut these cards i'm gonna pay them off and i'm gonna cancel them i'm never gonna use these cards again because they are stealing from me all this hard-earned money that you are earning is being given to banks who really don't need your profits okay they don't need your money they're already yeah. rich you don't need to give them your earnings so so it, those two together work. If you just do one of them, you're probably going to spend money on the card again. And again, if you have other yeah. assets like crypto, you can borrow against that asset, pay off the high credit card debt, and then you're really ahead. I think you put this deck together because that's what's coming up next as to how we get out of this. But one of these banks that will remain nameless pays me 0.01% on any balance above $3,000. And they're charging customers what you see here in the red. That's how the banks make the money. And I think uh, some of the bank reports had record profits this quarter as well. Did you see that? The Wells Fargo's- Yeah, the uh, basically, exactly all of them, JP Morgan, Goldman Sachs, all of them had yep. record quarterly profits. And, and again, this is on us, it's not on them. It's yep. on us for continuing to give banks money for free uh, while they're charging us these crazy credit card uh, rates, right? So let's Let's be more responsible. Let's not live beyond our means, pay down the, the most expensive debt, and then take more and more of our money and put it into savings. Imagine if you didn't have all these bills, right? You would have excess cash to live on. Well, that's exactly the plan you need to get to. It's just going to take several years. You have to have the stamina to migrate from being a spender to being a saver. Yeah. Now let's talk about how we can do that. Now, this is, I, I went through the process. I'm very big on what I call dog fooding, 
Like I'm not going to preach to somebody what they should do if I don't do it myself. So I went to Celsius. I have a Celsius account. I am a Celsian, very proud and a big thank you as well for your magnificent service. But when I went through this process, it actually concerned me because it was so easy. It's like, am I missing a step? Am I missing something? What's going on here? So I took one of the credit, credit items from the previous slide. That's a $19,760 debt. Uh, I did the toggle down to US dollars. I had to put up collateral, hypothetically of 1.235 Bitcoin in this case, which I have more than that on Celsius right now. I chose the interest rate of 1% over the three-year period, because I do believe I'm conservative, and you can talk more about this too, but I like the 25% loan to value. So if there is a gray swan event or a black swan event and the price of Bitcoin falls, I won't get a margin call because I do not see Bitcoin going below 30,000. So I'm kind of safe there. That's why I chose this number. But what's stunning to me is the monthly interest, instead of uh, being what we saw on the previous slide, it's $16. And the three-year payment is $593 versus $13,628 with Chase over three years. So anything you'd like to add here? I know people will say, well, you need that 1.2 Bitcoin as collateral to do this in the first place. Yes, there is, of course, that initial spend. But this is just an example for taking $20,000 out of Celsius and getting rid of that high debt and saving nearly 14,000 in interest over three years. What would you add here? What would you tell the audience about this particular case? Well, practice makes perfect. And our smallest loan is $100. So even if you have $200, you can already start doing what James just showed you here. So this is not about waiting until you have enough money to solve your entire problem. This is about chipping away at these banks, chipping away at the interest you're paying them and converting that into equity, into compounding interest into assets on your balance sheet, right? Month after month after month, seeing that balance decrease. And like a mortgage in the beginning, it looks like it's not moving, but then almost all of it is applied towards principal as you're getting closer and closer to paying it off, right? And when you're debt-free, when the balance is zero, as long as you did not spend again on that credit card, you will feel so much lighter. You'll be levitating, Okay. That's the feeling we want you to have. We want you to get that power, that confidence, seeing the financial freedom that you can achieve, and you'll be in control of your own life. That's the whole point, right? If you can get there, then you made it, right? If you, if you keep spending, if you keep having bad habits, of course, you're going to have bad results, right? And unfortunately, again, most Americans are sitting on $2 trillion worth of credit card debt. That's over $600 billion a year in interest payments that you're giving to the banks yeah for what you know yeah. that's so, what drives me crazy well i'm gonna gonna play a little role play here with you alex imagine you are the ceo of chase or Citibank or wells fargo and you look at the slide i just showed you would you be nervous i would call the local regulator and ask them to go and take a look at celsius it sounds too good to be true you know <laughs> exactly exactly it's Okay, let's, let's jump back in. I've got a lot more ground to cover. Uh, let me see what we got next. Um, I want to talk about one thing that's very important. And of course, was it Albert Einstein that said uh, compounding is the eighth biggest wonder of the one. world? Yes. <laughs> uh, but I, I just want to share with the audience an experience that I had was, you know, 
I started uh, Celsius late. It was early 2021. I was a very conservative guy. I, in all honesty, I was worried about the lending risk of my precious crypto. But then I took a taste. And since then, I was blown away, particularly over the last, like during summer 2021, not only the ability to layer in what I call more Bitcoin into my account, but watch the weekly interest compound. But what really blew me away is not only that growth, but then the capital appreciation it was like jet boosters on the back of my asset in my account. And this graph is literally not a lie as to what happened in my Celsius account. Like I, I look in there sometimes I go, wow, it's, it's incredible. So this is what we need to share. I'd like your thoughts on what I call compounding on steroids with Celsius. Well, you're 100% right, but the inverse of this true also, meaning if you reverse this and put this on its head, that is what's happening to your US dollars. So the, the, the Bitcoin and the Ethereum networks represent the appreciation, but you can also think about it, about how fast your dollars are losing their value because Bitcoin is just a representation of what's happening to your fiat currencies, right? And, and because it's limited supply, the more people pile into Bitcoin, the faster the prices are rising. So your principal is getting higher and the more interest we're paying you. So interest, let's say we paid you $10 a year ago, that $10 is now worth 20 or $30 because Bitcoin doubled as well. And we paid you in Bitcoin. So yeah. it compounds, but also your interest compounding doubles or triples as the value of the Bitcoin increases. So that impact you normally you don't have that because most of the assets we save in are denominated in the same currency they're denominated in dollars or they're denominated in in gold or whatever the asset your uh, the underlying asset and none of those things have limited supply like, like bitcoin or ethereum well this is what people have a hard time wrapping their heads around because and this is why i'm kicking myself i wasn't a celsian a year ago now i was driving my car it has a big huge screen on it and I shouldn't do this, but I have my real-time trading view chart come up and I can watch prices. And I have this other setting on this other screen and you can configure it. I think it's Google Finance or something. And you can choose the time frame. And I have ETH versus Sol versus Bitcoin, just in those three. And I hit it to the one-year chart and it calculates the actual return. And in the last 12 months, and this was like four or five days ago, I think, when Bitcoin hit 67K, the return on Bitcoin was just over 600% in a year and Ethereum was 989%, I remember. So I was thinking it's a 6X and a 10X. So going back to your example of DCAing in a year ago, $10 or $100 or $1,000, and then getting this, say, 6% interest on that asset and the compounding of that, it is just it's, it's mind-boggling, it's mind-boggling. Exactly. And, and James, you, you spend time on, on, on Wall Street, so you know, Celsius beat the Bitcoin index four years in a row by 6%. Like if I was a, if I was a fund manager on Wall Street, I, I, would be, I wouldn't even be in, the, in, the, uh, in my own uh, court on the, on the chart. I'll be off the charts up to the right, right? Because very, like 92% of traditional fund managers can't even beat the index. Forget about beat it by... 6%. So what's really amaz amazing is that Celsius, without taking much risk, 
just by doing this basically sec lending equivalent has managed to beat the index right of of one of the best performing assets in history right mm -hmm. so that's like going to the olympics and getting 10 medals in 10 different uh fields you know so people have to understand that, that again it's not because we're magician because we've taken one of the best kept secrets of wall street and applied it to a new asset class and then gave most of those profits back to the community right over a billion dollars worth of yield distributed to over 1.2 million people so that is just no one has been crazy enough to do anything like that and that's still the 80 percent of what you take in or, or 80 percent of all of your earnings you give we, back we to the earn, community right yeah yes. exactly it's very important for people that who are new to this so let's go back i want to show you a couple of things that are uh, interesting case studies that your customers have done and I'd love your point of view on this, or if you know of even better stories. So I love this one uh, personally myself. This is a customer out of the UK. They borrowed against their Bitcoin and ETH from Celsius and gave USDT to their three children to buy half a Bitcoin each to avoid CGT, which is their kind of uh, good sale tax, uh, while getting them on the right track. So they're educating their kids, setting them up financially, with money they borrowed from Celsius. Now, two of them are whole coiners. And as I always say, there'll never be more than 350,000 Bitcoin whole coiners on earth. This family has already minted two new ones from the crypto fam. What do you think about that story? Not financial advice, of course, everybody. <laughs> yeah, so, so it's definitely, uh, uh, all of this works great on the way up. You just have to decide at what point you want to pay down those loans because you still owe the loan. Yep. And yes, it's in dollar equivalents and that depreciates, but you don't want that leverage. So you have to decide, okay, uh, what is my, when do I rebalance the portfolio? And I do, and I take whatever, five or 10% of my total portfolio and I sell it and I repay some of that debt. You don't want this debt to be there forever, even though the, the, the yield, the in interest on it is very low, but that debt is still there. Again, if there's a, a, a black one event or something else, it's still this debt is going to eat up uh, uh, some of your other assets. So while the markets are up, while the markets are doing great, it's great practice. The higher it goes, to rebalance and eventually pay off all this debt. So you want to be debt free. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So your advice is for the family to have some dry powder to be prepared to service that debt or pay it down in the event something happens. Right. The the, the faster Bitcoin or Ethereum goes up the more you need to rebalance. So, so our formula is HODL and rebalance. It's not just yeah. HODL. It's not HODL forever. It's HODL and rebalance. So you have to decide, for example, I, at any time, I cannot have more than 30% of my assets in crypto. So if they now are 50%, you should sell some of that and pay off that balance. That's Great. what I'm trying to say. Great advice. Uh Not financial advice, of course. Second case, uh, I love this. This is kind of... A sad story with a happy ending. So last year in early 20, and these people I think were in Canada, I'm not sure. Um, maybe the US, I can't remember exactly. But last year in 2020, my savings were rotting in my bank account. You know, we call that the melting ice cube. And the world of finances was boring to me. I was ignorant, but then I found crypto, invest answers, and Celsius. Now I'm receiving greater than 400 bucks a week on my deposits in Celsius. Not only is my staked portfolio growing, it's exploding in value. I now 
For the first time I ever see a path to financial freedom, gratitude to James and Alex cannot be overstated. Gold block. That's for you, sir. People love you. Any thoughts on this particular case and people that may be in that same situation today, although it's not 2020? Yeah, so first, congrats. And second, you got this done before the institutions, right? So, so even the most progressive institution like uh, CDPQ, Casella de Po, was be- later, did this basically invested in Celsius after you. So again, this is the first time in history that the average Joe is onto the next big thing, crypto, before the big guys, before Goldman Sachs, before Morgan Stanley, Bank of America, and so on, so on. So, so I love it. This is exactly how you hodl and earn. And congrats. Now your job is to spread the word, right? Your job is to go and educate other people that this works and how they can migrate from TradFi to CFI. Yeah, I find the uh, the story of people putting a huge amount of money into annuities that pay 3% when inflation really is 15% or people that are sitting on $600,000 in a checking account or a money market savings account that pays nothing. And that's just debasing by 15% per year. It really is, it's almost criminal. And people just don't see it somehow. So that's why this channel exists to help people kind of see the light and introduce them to people like you. Last case, which is kind of a fun question, and we go, then we go to the quick fire round. Um, I'm a UK-based Celsius since Feb of this year and I've used Celsius to hodl so I can fund a property venture with my brother. We complete contracts in December. That's from Leanne in the UK. Super happy, but not only was she able to borrow against her funds, but also do some property development too. Have you heard of a case like that before? Yeah, so we do uh, lending both for real estate and for other purposes. And again, uh, Celsius does not require uh, employment verification or credit check or anything like that because we only lend against assets, right? We're an asset-backed lender. That's why it's safe for our community. And it's a good source of funds uh, for people who are doing, for example, property development. And both sides benefit. Both sides win out of this. And we take the middleman, the bank, out of the equation, right? We get to get this done between the community and the community members, right? It's a, you're on both sides of this. Sometimes you're a lender, sometimes you're a borrower. So, exactly. and again, in, investing in property is another way out of this uh, uh, inflationary uh, spike that we're going through. Because, again, you want to borrow dollars or borrow dollar-denominated assets, spend them on property, right? And now both your Bitcoin is appreciating and your property is appreciating, you're diversified. And basically what you borrowed is decreasing in value compared to these two assets. So you are winning every day. Excellent. Okay. So this is now the quick fire round. I'm going to throw this at you. I've seen you do your AMAs and everything else. So I know we can throw anything at you and we will. We call this the Ask Alex section. So let's go. Uh, First of all, these are questions that are top of people's minds and people are sad. They're, but there are people in the UK using Celsius, but there are people that can't get it. And uh, maybe you can shed some light on that. And there's different states in different parts and the other parts of the world. Any update for people as to when Celsius will be open for certain jurisdictions? Yeah, so check your app again. Uh, uh, when you open your app, wherever you live or wherever you're traveling, it will show you what you're allowed to do there or not. And some people have uh, like they live half of the year in Florida and half of the year somewhere else. And it may not work somewhere else, but when you're in Florida, you open it, it might work for you, right? So as long as you can do KYC in the country or state where you have residence, 
uh, you can open an account. And uh, we are obviously working with regulators and custodians. Sometimes we switch custodians like we're doing right now in New York State. And in, the, in that process, uh, we don't accept any new customers. But most of the time we are open in most jurisdictions. So again, use the app to figure it out. Now, let me double click into that because I got a lot of questions on exactly that issue. We've got people who are moving to more crypto-friendly jurisdictions, but they have an account that started in the US and they're going to a place like El Salvador or Portugal and Europe or Switzerland. Uh, do they still need a VPN to tap back into their account or will they be able to manage it from those jurisdictions or what do you advise for those people? So first, you can have more than one account. You can have a second account, as long as you have a different email, you can create a second and a third account and then use do KYC in that second account with where you're actually living today. And then you just move the assets from one account to another. That's one example of how you do it. Another one is many people uh, uh, use companies. So you open a company, LLC or an Inc uh, because you have a retirement account or because you want that uh, uh, company to be in a state that basically charges less in taxes, right? And you use those to basically help you uh, reduce your tax burden, reduce your expenses and so on. So there's many different ways. It really depends on each individual's unique situation. Again, we don't provide investment advice or uh, uh, you know, tax advice. Uh, and you really have to do some digging, do some learning, and then use that mechanism to really represent your legal status, where you live and how you work. That'll be super helpful to a lot of people. Let's go back to uh, the slide. This is a quick fire round. I just put a lot of the top questions on a list. And why don't we just bang through them? Some of them are yes, no, sure. or coming next month, et cetera. So plans to add beneficiary designation for Celsius accounts. A lot of people are concerned about their loved ones if anything ever happens to them. Can you give the team an update there? Yeah, so legally we're not, uh, we cannot accept and act on a beneficiary instructions. We need a, a court order or um, basically your, your will from a lawyer instructing us to distribute funds or kind of stuff like that. So I would stick to traditional routes to basically manage beneficiary execution. You should definitely let your lawyer or let your loved ones know that you have a Celsius account and the email you're using for that account. So this way they can basically come to us and say, okay, here, this is my father or my uncle or my, or my loved one. And, and uh, here are instructions uh, that you need to follow. But with other accounts, for example, Fidelity, I can designate a beneficiary. It's just a simple little form. I just need their social security, date of birth, address, name, et cetera. They, right. They're, they're a broker dealer. They're a, a, ah. a, a, a registered, supervised financial institutions. We are not, right? We're, okay. we're a corporation, right? So our treatment is different than some of these uh, traditional guys. Good stuff. Okay. I love my Celsius earnings. Second question. But tax in California is rough. I know about that. Greater than about 50%. Any thoughts on workarounds to reduce the tax burden on earnings, for example, borrow and buy Bitcoin instead, use real estate depreciation to offset. Anything you'd advise there? I know it's a bit of a tricky question. Well, Elon figured it out, right? He opened uh, uh, an office for Tesla in, te in Austin. And because he has a corporation in Austin and he does all his business through that, that corporation doesn't have to pay 
California state tax. So he only pays the federal tax. So sometimes again, incorporating in a different state, which you can do, for example, with LegalZoom or something like that may solve your problem. Again, you have to have a legitimate business. This is not just, uh, oh, I'm just getting around taxes. But if you have a corporation or you have a retirement account, right? Those are viable, uh, uh, good reasons to do transactions through that or loans through that instead of under your personal name. Awesome. Okay. Uh, plans to add YubiKey authentication support. Yeah, we, we will have that live in the next 60 days. Oh, wow. <laughs> a lot of people are very happy. I've been a pro big proponent of YubiKey uh, for everybody since day one. And I've... <laughs> <laughs> and, and by I, the way, you, you can use YubiKey today. If you put a YubiKey on your email, uh, on the same email you use for Celsius, you can already use a YubiKey. You will have exactly the same functionality uh, that uh, basically uh, you will get, but we will make it fully integrated so it's even easier. Excellent. Thank you for that. Celsius Visa card updates both in Europe and North America and Australia, if you have any. Yeah, so, so first, uh, we, we launched uh, swaps today in California. So if you're a resident of California, you can do swaps. And we'll be hopefully launching a credit card also in, in, in California uh, by the end of this year. Um, I, I, they didn't tell me it slipped. So I'm still saying by the end of this year. Just California only? To start with, yeah, start. then we'll be rolling Just it out. Yes. Excellent. Um, another question, I probably know the answer to this already. But it it's, it's comes in a lot from the audience. Any plans for self-directed IRA integration with Celsius? Yeah, yes, you can do it. Again, we have a corporate. Uh, uh, if you go to a website, Celsius.network, click on corporate, and you'll see some of the options to open an account there. We are not your uh, account administrator. You need to go to somebody external to actually create that. But then you use that information, the LLC or whatever you created, on the Celsius corporate account and you get full benefit of all things Celsius. And this, this is what I know the answer to, and I love this question, but I wanted to hear it from your mouth too, is like the, the case we had before of the family borrowing USDT and buying crypto for their kids. Can we borrow and reinvest borrowed money on your platform without leaving the platform? So as of today, if you're in California, you can. And uh, uh, there is a, a form to subscribe on our website because it's still in beta. So if you want to join the beta in California, just uh, uh, click on that link, uh, sign up, and we'll activate you. And we, we plan to roll this very quickly. Uh, we mentioned already that we're going to open one country in Europe next and then come back and open it for the rest of the United States. So, um, you know, but the doors are open. You'll be able to buy in-app no fee, no spread, no withdrawal fee. Uh, you know, like basically all the fees you're paying, Coinbase, all the companies, all of that is gone. You, you'll never use another platform again. Awesome. And a lot of buzz about the Celsius insurance feature update. Any light to shed on that? Yep. So we're working on, a, a, we, we call it a reserve. So it's really, it's not like insurance. Remember, insurance, you have to pay a premium every year and all that premium disappears. The insurance company, the last day of the year, they turn that into profit because if you didn't have an accident, there was no incident, all that premium disappears. With Celsius, that premium stays in the account and earns yield just like you do. So it's an accumulating effect. That's why we call it a reserve. 
we're working on that. We don't have a launch date yet. And that would be the long lines of an FDIC type of program? Yes, but the FDIC has never paid. What did, what, when, when Bear Stearns failed, did the FDIC come and bail out Bear Stearns? No, they sold it uh, pennies on the dollar to JP Morgan, right? So FDIC is not really a paying institution. It's more of a, of a, you a bailout, know, they, bailout they just, shop. Yeah. Yes, they, they just do bailouts. Beautiful. Okay. Final, final, final question. I want to work with Celsius, Alex, after being introduced by James. What is the best way to apply? They see lots of job openings, but one of the questions is, will the best way to apply, first of all, and finally, will Celsius always honor the ability to work remotely? Yeah, so we, we have uh, over 500 employees. Uh, many of them work remote. It really has to do with your skills. And uh, we'd love to uh, have you just send me your resume. Tell me why you must be part of the Celsius uh, uh, story. Uh, CEO at Celsius.network. And I'd love to hear about it. I mean, many of the people we hired are people that basically showed us here. I put together the... Uh, uh, you know, the Twitter hangout uh, uh, campaign. I, I, I did the, some other guy from Taiwan. He created the, basically the uh, uh, Celsius community, proof of community uh, prototype, right? He built it out of scratch, right? Showed it to us, shared the code. We're like, okay, you must come work for Celsius. Same thing with Clubhouse. The guy that ran Clubhouse is now working for Celsius, right? So you have to do something to show that you really are here for the community, right? It's not about, oh, look at me, I'm the best programmer in Facebook, right? That's less interesting. Yes, we want programmers, but I wanna see that you're passionate about the community, about helping other people, just like James is doing every day, right? Just like I'm doing, that's what crypto is all about. It's not about building another company that looks just like Wall Street and is earning hundreds of millions of dollars for itself. Yeah, and that, I totally agree with that position. I always tell people if they're applying for a job, take the time to build a business plan. Differentiate yourself. Show the company, the employer, how you can add value with a real case that nobody else has thought of before. It's ideas. That's where the money is. The idea like Celsius. And of course, Alex is a machine. He never stops. So I hope you're getting some rest, sir, and taking care of yourself. And I really appreciate well, this session. I I know people who watch your show are already pre-qualified. So that's why I'm giving you my email. Just make the best case, like James said, make the best case for yourself and, and, and why you're an important piece of this community, right? That's what we want to see. Exactly. That's the end of the show. Really appreciate the time once again. You are changing lives in a big way. And we went through a lot of material in a very short period of time, but this will be the best way, the best video vision if i put a video together it's got to be number one and if anybody's searching how to unshackle yourself from debt or how to become debt free or debt free fast they'll find this and it will change and it'll drive a lot of new celsians i hope because it's incredible once you get a taste i call it uh, the taste of the passive income from the celsius network it's just unbelievable so and look it's important to point out you're an immig immigrant i'm an immigrant I drowned in credit card debt. You lived through that as well. We're talking from experience. We're not talking about some other person or some book mm -hmm. we read or something. We went through this. We went through not being able to pay the rent, right? And so on, so on. So, yeah. so we're here to help you because 
somebody helped us, right? Some, somebody pointed us in the right direction. And now it's on us. We're successful. It's on us to help you get there as well. Exactly. And debt is not restricted to the US. Debt is everywhere. This, this company's credit card issuer is issuing credit to everybody willy-nilly all over the world at the same time. Europe, Australia, South America. So uh, this is a problem that we need to solve and help people become free and start making life-changing wealth as they go forward. During, especially during the next 10 years, it'll be a transformational time. So big right. thank you again, Mr. Mashinsky. I love the stuff Thanks you do. Me. And uh, I'll see you soon. So in terms of the promo code and how to use it, first of all, you got to create your sense Celsius account. This is for new customers only. Uh, log in, create your account, and then on that screen, you will see a place where you can enter a promo code, the second bar below, and you plug in the promo code IA60. And then within 30 days, as long as you deposit $400 within 30 days, you will be getting $60 in Bitcoin. Again, more than any other YouTuber I negotiated with Celsius. Alex and his team were kind enough for me to give part of my referral revenue back to you. Again, so you can save faster. So deposit 400, get 60 in Bitcoin back, and it's stunning how it all works. So the other thing as well, if you don't, if you don't care about the 10 bucks, so you want to give more, this is the other referral code that you can use. This is where you get 50 bucks instead of 60 bucks with a $400 deposit using that code 1315105CA2. And finally, just so you guys know, Everything that I make from this referral code will go to a future Invest Answers orphanage for orangutans in Borneo in Indonesia. That's my plan. Hopefully in about five years, take care of those guys. Anyway, thanks all. Appreciate it.